All right, let's go. Another Mishnah. We will uh, conclude, but let's not say conclude. Let's say we will, we're going to begin the second parak of Shas today. But first, we have some great stuff to finish off the first parak. We are on Yud Beis Amud Beis on the bottom. By the, we we did the Mishnah yesterday. Let's start with the beginning of the Gemara. Four lines from the bottom. Tanya, we went on a brisa. Amr lehem and zayim lechacham and zayim setevacham vechimaskir and yitzias mitzrayim lemoisa mashiach. We mentioned in the Mishnah that we are going to mention yitzias mitzrayim. We're going to say kriyashma even when mashiach comes. So he's asking, where do we know that that we're going to mention yitzias mitzrayim when mashiach comes? You think that's true? Like fine number, but we already said he ne yamim baim ne umashem v'lo yamim roid chay hashem asher halos bnei yisrael meretz mitzrayim kim chay hashem asher olav asher havi azara beis yisrael meretz sefayim mikol arz asher tchazim sham amur so the so what we're saying is when Mashiach comes, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Mashiach. The fact that Mashiach comes, that Ka'ula. It says Mitzrayim's in the past already. That's the past Ka'ula. But once Mashiach comes, the next Ka'ula comes. That's going to be the forefront. That's going to be in the forefront. So that's what we're going to be we're, we're going to be talking about. What do you mean we're going to mention it says Mitzrayim when Mashiach comes? We don't mean that you're going to stop saying it's Mitzrayim, but you're going to uproot Yitzis Mitzrayim. Rather, that the coming of Mashiach and that Ka'ula is going to be at the forefront Forefront, but Yitzis Mitzrayim will still be there. It'll just be a secondary. But what's a similar thing to this? Like we said by Yaakov, that his name was changed in Israel. His name was changed to Israel, right? Yeah, Shimcha. So, uh, so Hashem said to Yaakov, "Your name is no longer be Yaakov. It's going to be Israel." Top of the page. When Hashem changed Yaakov Avinu's name, He didn't tell him Yaakov Avinu that your name, your name, your name Yaakov doesn't exist anymore. No, your name Yaakov exists, but Yisrael is your main name. That's your main name, and Yaakov is your secondary name. That pasuk is referring to when Mashiach comes, and the second pasuk is referring to Yitzias Mitzrayim. This is referring to Um So therefore, we see that. Oh, even even though yes, though the, the Shibun Malchus and the coming of Mashiach and the next Geula when Shibun Mashiach comes, that's going to be at the forefront. But obviously, <clears throat> Yitzis Mitzrayim is never going to be forgotten from our memory. What is this compared to? Let's say there's a man that's traveling on the road who up and he bumps into a wolf and he is saved from the wolf. Crazy story, saved from the wolf. And he tells everyone, look, crazy story. The guy was saved from a wolf. Of course, he's going to tell everyone about the story. Let's say what happens next time. He bumps into a lion. He's saved from the lion. He's going to forget about the, uh, the, the, the wolf and he's going to think the lion. He was saved from a lion. That's even crazier. So that's the story he's going to tell. And then what happens? Pagabai Nacha, she bumps into a, a snake, Benitzel Mimenu, and he's saved from the snake. She's going to forget about the lion, forget about the wolf, and he's going to say over the story of the snake. So too with Israel, when they have when they have more tzorus, we forget about the last ones. So when the next gula comes, we're not going to think about Yitzhak Mitzrayim as much. It's not going to be in the forefront. It's interesting that a snake is more dangerous than the lion and the wolf, right? I would think if someone had three stories, no matter which order it was in, right? If the, there's a lion, say, being saved from a lion, being saved from a wolf, being saved from a snake, which one would someone say over? Probably the lion or the wolf. That's a little crazier. But anyway, we see here that somehow the snake was more dangerous. Vaiter, Avram who Avraham. So Avraham is Avram. It's the same name because we know Avram. Once we're talking about name changes, right? We know that Avram's name was changed to Avraham. Why was his name changed? Because initially he was only a father over one nation, Aram. 
Ulvasaif, but then eventually Nasa Avl Khulaylam Kulay became the father of all nations. The Khulhailam Kulay He refers to the entire world. Sarai, same thing with Sarai. He Sarah. Sarai's name was changed to Sarah. But Khilanasis Sarai Luma. So why was her name changed? Because initially she was only the mother to her nation. Ulvasaif Nasis Sarah Lakhola Ilam Kul. And then and then eventually she became Sarah to the entire world. Sarah, Sarai, the Yud in Sarai, was given to Yeshua, who was initially Hoshea Benun, but now he but now we know him as Yehoshua Benun. Why was why is that? Sarai is a lushan of mine. Mine. Yud is mine. So Avram, at first Avram called Sarai, that Sarai is my Sarah. But then Sarah became not just my Sarah, Sarah became the entire world Sarah, the, 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 uh, the, the mother of the entire nation. So she's no longer a lushan of mine, it's now a lushan of over the entire world. Nice. Interesting statement the Gemara says. Anyone who calls Avraham Avram without the hay is over in a mitzvah His name is Avram, so therefore you got to call him that. He's over in a Avram Because the Pazik says, do not call him Avram anymore. Okay, so if that's the case, then if someone calls Sarah Sarai, one should also be over in an Aseh. So the says, no. There it's different. Because Hashem only said it specifically to Avram. That the Pesach says, Sarah, your wife, should not be called Sarah anymore. Because her name is Sarah. But he didn't say it to the whole world. He said it specifically to Avram. But, but, when, it, but when it came to the name change of Avraham and Avram, that, that was a, a change that, that was spoken to the entire world. So we know that Yaakov's new name is Israel. So if someone calls him his old name, Yaakov, he should also be over an because that was said to the whole, the whole nation, not just an individual. Because the Pusik went back and called him Yaakov again. Even after the Pusik said that his name was changed to Israel, the Pusik still called him his former name of Yaakov. How do we know that? Yaakov, Yaakov, and this was following the instance of where his name was changed. So we said, ah, Avram is also, you know, we referred to back to his old name, right? First we called him Avraham, and then uh, we see, uh, even after that, uh, this is in Nehemiah, so it's much later, and we refer to him as Avram. So says, no, that's not because we're referring to him as Avram, that's just like a recount of history, right? It's recounting history and saying, when his name was Avram, this happened. But it's not referring to him as his actual name being Avram. Hadrin Allah everyone, that's the first parak we, we got through, uh, not just got through, but enjoyed. Enjoyed the ride of the first parak in Shas. And now we begin the second parak in Shas, a lot of Halakh Lamaisa stuff. I mean, not directly from the Mishnah, but what pertains to Lakh Okay, let's go. One who is reading Torah. So he's re- he's learning, he's just learning, he's just, you know, le- reading the Psukim, and he happens to be reading Shema Yisrael Shema Kanesha, he happens to be reading the Parshas of Shema, the Yagiyah Zmana Mikra, and he reaches the time that it is in fact to read Kriyashma. Im Kivan Libai, so he happens to be reading the words of Kriyashma. So if he has Kavan, if he has intent to, with his heart to be Yaitzeh, then Yaitzeh, then Yatzeh. Then he's Yaitzeh, even though he's only reading it, Kariya Kavana, so he's good. Okay, period. That's halacha number one. Halacha number two. Beprokim shoyel mepnei hakavod. Let's say someone is standing in between the paragraphs of Kriyashma. What is he allowed to say? What is he not allowed to say? What is he allowed to be mafsik for? So, number one, he's allowed to say shalom aleichem because of covet to his rebbe, to his father, right? He's allowed to say shalom aleichem because out of covet to someone that, 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 that is owed covet, that is owed honor. 
Umeshiv, and he can respond out of to someone that is owed covered as well. He can respond if someone says Shalom Aleichem, he can say Aleichem Shalom. Ube'em, so what about if one is in the middle of the paragraph, which is more stringent, obviously, because there's no break in between. It's in the middle. Shalom Ayira. He can only say Shalom Aleichem out of Yira, out of fear. Umeshiv, and he can answer out of fear. What does it mean out of fear? Rashi says something very interesting because of fear for his life. Right? Sakonos nefashis. If, if there's someone that's going to kill him, if he doesn't answer, then he can answer out of fear. So a lot of the Rishonim ask, what are you talking about? Sakonos nefashis, everything's doich. I mean, Shabbos, if, if the Shabbos is, Sakonos nefashis is doich Shabbos. One can even be Michal Shabbos if it comes to Sakonos nefashis. So uh, you have to come on to a, a different understanding of what Rashi's saying. Rashi's not saying that the guy's going to kill him, but he's saying that he has it within his wherewithal to kill him. That's considered yours. So if such a person... Uh, says Shalom Aleichem, you can say Aleichem Shalom back to him, or if such a person comes to you, even if it's in the middle of the Brachas of Kriyashma, according to Reb Meir, one can say Shalom Aleichem to them. Second opinion, Reb Huda Oimer, Be'emsa Shalom What if one is in the middle, he's a little more lenient, Reb Huda. So if one is in the middle of the Brachas of Kriyashma, he can say Shalom Aleichem because of Yira. That's, that's consistent with the first opinion. But he's lenient more, he's more lenient here, he says, even Umeishim covered. If he's in the middle of Baruch Sakrishma and someone that is owed honor comes up to him and says Shalom Aleichem, one can answer Aleichem Shalom. Ubi Prakim, and if he's in the middle of the paragraphs, he's even more lenient. Shalom Aleichem, he can always say Shalom Aleichem to someone that is owed covered. But Umeishiv Shalom Akol Adam, he can even respond Aleichem Shalom to any person at all if he's in between the paragraphs. What's considered between the paragraphs? Let's see. Eluhin ben Aprokim. This is con- these are what's considered between the paragraphs of Shema. Ben bracha v'shayna l'shniya. Between the first bracha and the second bracha. Ben shniya l'shema. Between the second bracha to Shema. It means the two brachas preceding Shema. And between the second bracha preceding Shema and Shema itself. Ben Shema l'vahayim shemaya. Between Shema v'yahavta and then v'hayim, that which is one, and then v'hayim shemaya. Ben v'hayim shemaya l'vayoymer. Then between v'hayim shemaya and v'hayoymer. Ben v'hayoymer l'amis v'yatsim. Between v'hayoymer l'amis v'yatsim. And Behuda disagrees. He says all the other ones I agree with, except for the last one. Between Bayamer and Lamis Yatsev, it should be it should be continued into one one to one into another, and therefore one should not make an interruption. Why does the parsha of Shema come before Vahayim Shemaya? Very famously, right? One wants to first accept themselves the yoke of heaven, and then you can accept themselves the yoke of mitzvahs, right? You first have to accept Hashem is king. Hashem is king. And once Hashem is king, he, now I can say, okay, he has commandments, let's do the commandments. So that's the order it should be. I think I lost the place. And why is Vahayim Shemaya before Vahayim? Even though Vahayim actually in the Sukkim itself is earlier. So why is Vahayim Shemaya before Vahayim in Kriya Shema specifically? Vahayim Shemaya, which discusses the reward for mitzvahs and the punishment for Averis, that is obviously applicable whether it's daytime or nighttime, right? We always have to be a servant of Hashem. But the the paragraph of Ayomer, which refers to Tzitzis, which we know Tzitzis is only a Chiv during the daytime. So therefore, since, since one is a Chiv twice, by the entire day, one is only a Chiv half the day, so therefore we'll say the one that's Nagea more frequently uh, first. Beautiful. Um, did I want to say anything else? Uh, not for now. Just as it pertains to Halacha Lamaisa, there's a lot of different things about it, right? What can one say if they're in the middle of the paragraphs in Kriya Shema? There are certain things one can say in Kaddish, I mean, Mehishim, Meirabba, Kedusha, one can say Baruch Kavod, and, and uh, Kaddish Kaddish, and, uh, and a couple other things, Baruchu, um, and then they added on a mains to Hakel Kaddish, whatever, different Halacha Lamaisa. So obviously, um, um, it's not just responding, but it's also certain things in Davening that one's allowed to say if they're in the middle of the Baruch Kriya Shema. The answer, the question is why? 
You know, why is one allowed to say davening? You can't interrupt for anything. The answer is because if one's allowed to respond to a person, for sure you can respond to Hashem. Right? A main Rabbah saying, you know, talking about Hashem's greatness, for sure you can respond to Hashem in the middle of the brachas. Zak the Gemara. Shemamina. Let's start the Gemara, the first Gemara of the second Perak and Shas. Shemamina mitzvah kavana. What do we see from the Gemara? So from the Mishnah. The first Mishnah said that if one reaches the time of Kriyashima, he's only Yaitse if he has intent to be yaitze with those words. So what do we see from here? That one needs to have intent if he wants to fulfill obligations. Mitzvah striches kavana. It's a very famous, very famous sugya of mitzvah striches kavana. That when one does mitzvahs, he needs to have kavana to be yaitze the mitzvah. So my im kiven lahaga. So shouldn't it be enough just to be reading? No. So one one has intentions to read. He doesn't necessarily have need to have intentions to uh, to recite to recite Kriyashma, to be yaitz the mitzvah. He just has an intention to read words. But the Gemara says, what do you mean vakakari? But he's reading already. What do you mean the intention to read? That's exactly what he's doing. The Gemara says no bekari lagia, which means he's reading it in order to edit it. He's not reading it for the sake of reading, learning Torah. He's reading it in order to edit the words to make sure everything's kosher and everything is is in line. Everything's written properly. So if that's the case, then he has to specifically change his kavana in order to be reading it. And if he has that intention, it's good enough. He doesn't have to have intention specifically to be, to be yaitze the mitzvah of Krishma, but just to be reading it itself. Vaiter, Tanah Rabbanan, Krishma Kiksava Deva Rebbe. Rebbe says that Krishma has to be read in Lashon HaKadosh. Kiksava means the way it's written, which is Hebrew. The Chama Lashon. Chama can be read in any language. My time of the Rebbe. Why does Rebbe say it can be written? It has to be read in Hebrew. you. The way it is, Bahayu means the way it is. Meaning the way it is is the way it has to be. So the way you see it, that's what you got to read it by. Rabbanan, my time I am why the Rabbanan say you can do it in any language. Amakro Shema, the Pakistan Shema, Becholosh and Sha'atosh in any language that you hear, that you understand, in any language that you understand, you can read it. So what does Rebbe do with the Pazak of Shema? Right? We already know that the Rabbanan used the Pazak of Shema to tell you that you can learn in any language. But Rebbe doesn't hold of that opinion. He holds you have to say it in Lashna Kurdish. So what does he do with this Pazak of Shema? So the answer is, very famous sugya. Also, one, when one says something, when one is davening, one says the words of Shema, he has to hear what's coming out of his mouth. Okay, so that's Shema. Right? He has to Shema, he has to Shema, he has to hear that, his ears have to hear that which is coming out of his mouth. But he doesn't hold Shema to tell you, oh, you can read it in any language. And why, why don't the Rabbanan use Shema to learn, to teach us that you have to hear what's coming out of your mouth? Because they don't hold that opinion. They don't hold that. So therefore they hold your Yaitse even if the, you, you, the words that are coming out of your mouth are not audible to your ears. What did the Rabbanan do with Vahayu? They need it for, to tell us that the Pesukim can't be read out of order. Okay, so that's very interesting because what, what, what does it mean out of order? Rashi says that the words can't be written out of order. He says, Ubesharecha, Beisecha, Mezuzah, which seems very interesting, right? The words can't be written out of order. I mean, that seems, doesn't seem to be such a big chiddish. Others say it's the paragraphs can't be written out of order. Either way, that's what he uses the Pasuk for. Where does Rebbe learn that Pesukim can't be written out of order? He already used Vahayu to tell us that you have to read Kriya Shema in Lashon HaKadosh. So what is he, where does he learn that, that one cannot read the uh, paragraphs of Krishna out of order, or whatever it is, paragraphs of words of Krishna out of order? It says, the way it's written. 
the things that are here, that's what you have to do. For Rabbanon Dvarim Hadvarim Loi Darshin, they don't make such a drush, so therefore it's not a problem. Lameimer, do you mean to say this? Have a Rebbe the Cholat Torah Kula B'Chol Asher Nemra? Do you mean to say that Rebbe that the Rebbe holds that every language that every the whole Torah can be re- really read in any in any language? He says you need a special pasuk to tell me for Krishma Vahayu to tell me for Krishma that you can only read it in Lashon Kaddish. But that implies that the rest of the Torah you can read it in any language. Because if you were to say that you have to read the rest of the Torah in any in, in Lashon HaKadosh specifically, what do you need Vahayu for? Then I already know. Meaning, your, your Pasuk of Vahayu seem, seems to be a specific rule being taught by Kriyashima, right? So if, if it already applies to the rest of the Torah, that everything has to be written in Kriyashima, everything has to be read in Lashon HaKadosh, then you wouldn't need a special Pasuk to tell me Kriyashima is read in Lashon HaKadosh, because Kriyashima is a part of the rest of the Torah. Must be you hold, really the rest of the Torah is, is, can, can be read in, in any language. Specifically, Kriyashima needs to be read in Lashon HaKadosh. How can you say that? It's strict. No, we need a Mishum Dechsev Shema because he says Shema. Really, he needs it to combat the other opinion, right? Don't tell me that you're going to learn from me that the rest of the Torah can be learned in any language because specifically I said it by Shema. No, we have an Amachlaikis here and, and I need, I need my, my armor. You know, I need, my, uh, my, I need my, my fighting. I need something to fight against the opposing opinion. Let's look at the other side of the coin. Rabbanan said that Shema can be read in any language, but that implies that the rest of the Torah can only be read in Lashon if one would think, if it would enter your mind, that the Torah can be read in any language, why do we need the Pasuk of Shema to teach me that specifically by Kriya Shema can be read in any language? Same thing, he needs to combat him. Both of them need their, uh, their, 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 needs, need their proofs to their opinions. So therefore, they need the psukim and don't bring rayas from the rest of the Torah based on the proofs that I gave. No, I need something to combat his opinion and I need something to combat his opinion. And that's the end of the story. Shkoyach everyone, beautiful. We began the second parak in Shas, beautiful parak, incredible parak, and uh, a lot of great stuff to come. We'll stop there on the bottom of Yod Gimel Amad Aleph.